Hi, I'm Gerds Hundle, acclaimed health journalist, turned motivational speaker and transformational coach. This show is for anyone who wants to lead a happier, healthier and inspired life. Create more self-love, inject more joy and abundance into their daily life. Join me for inspiring interviews and spiritual topics so you can become a soul warrior. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Get Inspired with Gerds podcast. I'm your host and today I have a beautiful guest who's helping people to find their purpose from a higher dimension. Jessica Reed is a global clairvoyant, channel and purpose fulfillment coach who combines her spiritual guides and gifts to help people through enlightenment and guidance. She also provides insightful information and empowerment from a higher consciousness. She believes we can all follow our purpose easy and effortlessly. Jessica, it's an absolute pleasure having you on my show and thank you for joining us. Oh, I'm so excited and just from what we've been talking about already, I'm really excited for what is going to come about from this podcast. Oh, bless you. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to just talking to you because your, your life story interests me. So can you tell the listeners what your life was like before you became a purpose fulfillment coach? Mm-hmm. So um, one of the main things I always share is, um, well, you know, as a kid growing up, I always um, had a certain uh, awareness of more than just the physical world and, like, society. And I knew I wanted more than, you know, just what um, everyone else was doing, if you see what I mean. Yeah. Um, and so I would have these certain dreams and visions and so on that I'd tell my parents and I always knew it would come about somehow. Um, and I always knew I had, uh, these certain gifts in terms of, um, yeah, just seeing beyond the physical dimension, seeing into the higher dimensions and other realms and so on. And so I always knew there was something like strangely different about me. (laughs) Um, and as I went through, you know, like schooling and everything like that, I always felt like I never fit in or, um, just, it just all seemed really mundane to me, like what I was being taught at school and everything Mm. like that. And I'm sure lots of kids do feel that way as well, but it just, there was something about it that just made me feel like this is all just really mundane and basic stuff. And I just felt like I was always wanting more from life or more than what society was showing as like a template as to what to do with life. Um, and then the main thing that I love to share is that, um, you know, when I was 18, I went with my partner. We were from New Zealand. Um, my partner at the time, we moved to Australia um, to because there was job opportunities. And so we basically, you know, went over there. Um, I lived there for three or four years um, and we set up the whole um, successful lifestyle, you know, according to what society had taught us in terms of, you know, we got really good jobs, really good incomes. We had a house beyond our means, um, you know, had, had a nice dog and um, nice cars and all that kind of stuff <laughs> and um, lived very close to the Great Barrier Reef and wow. beautiful beaches everywhere. You know, it was all that kind of outside good-looking stuff. <laughs> um, and, it, and it was all it was all these um, things that I felt I could kind of tick off on, piece, on a piece of paper. <laughs> you know, like everything was kind of um, – 
oh yeah, I've done that, done that, done that, you know, and I felt like it, because I was, um, that was about 21 or so, and I kind of felt like, oh yeah, like I've done well for myself, you know, like I kind mm. of got a sense of achievement from it, because I felt like, um, most other people my age didn't have these things set up for themselves. Not mm. that you need to compare to anyone else, but it was just kind of a sense of like, oh, yeah, I've done all these things that um, in society's eyes, you know, I've created a sense of success or achievement, you know. Um, mm. But while I was there, the whole time there had always been this whole sense of um, just feeling like it looked good but it felt empty. Um, in all the different aspects, like the career I had felt empty. Um, I I knew I had like a good job, but I had this really strong feeling inside, like I'm not meant to be working for someone else's vision, and especially because the vision was so different to anything I would ever have as my own vision. <laughs> um, and, you know, just like the relationship felt a bit empty. The house as well, it didn't feel like a – but it just – continue to feel really empty and um then I basically had this experience where um if you can imagine you know throughout all of schooling I had been shutting out my gifts as a clairvoyant um and a medium and psychic and um because I just wanted to be normal <laughs> and kind of <laughs> trying somewhat fit in with the other kids even though I um already found that a bit of a and just just didn't really feel natural to me to um, talk about all the, I guess, like normal stuff. <laughs> um, and so if you can imagine um, blocking out those gifts for all that time mm. and pursuing a life that was just according to what society told me to do, um, it, if you can imagine like a floodgate that I'd been um, closing off and then that overnight experience, it's it, it was like that floodgate just burst open. Like I would I was holding it back too long yeah. uh, and and there was too much build up. Um and there was too much a part of my soul that was um kind of crying out to me, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um that it's it's like my soul just decided or the universe just decided that that night um everything was going to be opened back up. So uh, my gifts, my sensitivities, um, my empathy, uh, just kind of all these knowings also about what my life was meant to be like mm-hmm. um, and just remembering all these visions that I had as a child and just all of the stuff came back to me and it's it was really, really overwhelming to the point where I um, thought I had some type of um, chronic anxiety um, and you know I was having panic attacks and um, really the lowest 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 point of my life um, in terms of having suicidal thoughts because it, it it's hard to um, explain it you know briefly but if I could explain it briefly it, was, it, it just was very very overwhelming to all of a sudden have everything else um, coming back to me and you know even just being out in public and things like that I'd just be around people and picking up all this information and mm. having to process all of their energies and just everything was a hundred percent you know 10 times more overwhelming than life 
before that, right? Yeah. Um, and it all had kind of just happened overnight. It just kind of opened up overnight. Um, and so, yeah, it sent me really, really low. And I went to, you know, like going to doctors, it was, um, it was like they were saying that I had some type of mental illness or that mm. I um, needed to be on antidepressants. And they also gave me an asthma inhaler what? for my – <laughs> because I was having panic attacks and, no. and couldn't fit and struggled with breathing when I had my panic attacks, you know, just kind of like really, I felt like things were just being thrown at me in terms yeah. of like, Oh, you know, here's some type of solution to your problem. <laughs> um, and I kind of just felt like, okay, I'm no further to understanding what is going on with me. Mm. Um, and all these kind of messengers came in my life telling me to not take the antidepressants. Just, yeah. you know, people that had experiences with the antidepressants and um, other kind of very, you know, um, intuitive, wise, uh, spiritual, uh, I guess, guides or mentors that were, you know, saying that I needed to connect with, um, what was really going on internally, not just mm. throw some, you know, pills at it kind of thing. Um, and some asthma inhalers. <laughs> um, yeah. And so I didn't take any of the antidepressants. I didn't puff on the asthma oh, inhalers. You know, that didn't really make any sense. Um, and the only under- thing that actually... Oh, I was going to say, I totally understand, Jessica, because mm-hmm. um, kind of similar to yourself, like I had my transformation four mm-hmm. years later, but before, it's been about five years I had my transformation, but when, going back mm-hmm. to when I was like 21, um, mm-hmm. so several years before that, um, I actually mm-hmm. had a car accident, I had short-term memory loss, I couldn't tell you like wow. how many hours of sleep I had or what for breakfast, so it was kind of like the universe was giving me a sign that I was like on the wrong path, um, mm-hmm. but I didn't tell the doctor that I had a car accident, so the first doctor I saw gave me a prescription for antidepressants and to see a psychologist, and like yourself, I kind yeah. of, my soul was like, no, I can beat this, I've gone through <laughs> so much, I'm, I'm refusing, and I ripped up the mm-hmm. prescription, and then I, my mum kind of made me go to see another doctor the next day, and I said, mm-hmm. look, I've had a car accident, could it be this, and this woman was just a blessing, she said, look, you need, my, my dear, you need to just take three months off university and recuperate, and it was the best mm. message that I was told. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you just know when you're being kind of like given solutions um but you know that it's just not right for you you know yeah. um and yeah sometimes antidepressants are right for some people in certain situations yeah. you know like everyone just needs to listen to what how it feels for them mm. um because i believe there's a purpose for everything that is in this world um but yeah for, for me and like you it's just you just know that it's not your solution um and for me, it was as soon as I got my hands on um, some Hay House books, you know, oh, like really? some wow. Doreen Virtue books, some um, Louise Hay books. I started <sighs> listening to Abraham Hicks. You know, as soon as I started getting into that, um, I just became this like all of a sudden bookworm. <laughs> I mean, like previously to that, say at school and stuff, when you had to read a book for whatever project I like I just hated reading I just was not interested in reading at all but as soon as I found those books and that information that was reminding me of what I actually needed to be focusing on um my soul was just like a sponge (laughs) and it didn't it didn't feel like new information it felt Mm. like I was remembering um what I 
knew on a deeper level and I was just needing to consciously pick it up, you Mm. know, Um, and it just, every word resonated with me and I would take every opportunity, like (laughs) if if me and my partner were going somewhere, I'd always make him drive so that I could sit and read or, (laughs) you know, lunch breaks, everything I was reading, reading, reading and (laughs) going to, you know, like meditation workshops and all these other spiritual kind of uh, workshops and seeing clairvoyance myself and just all this information that was helping me understand my gifts and um, just tap back into that soul self and what I actually wanted from my life because when you have such a state of anxiety and depression, it's like it's such a push to focus on like what would make me feel happy. Mm. And so I see that whole experience as such a blessing. I feel like the universe put me – um, right down to the bottom of how far I could handle um, mm. to to really, really, like, push me into discovering how am I going to rediscover my happiness, you know? Mm. Um, and so that was such a, such a blessing now that it's in hindsight. <laughs> um, and, yeah, everything kind of just came back to light once I immersed myself in that um, – that, that learning and um, it just got to the point where I looked at my life one day and just kind of thought, okay, <laughs> the career, no, the relationship, no, the house, no, <laughs> the, the lifestyle, no, and I, and I just I just literally dropped all of it and returned um, by myself back to New Zealand to home wow. um, and just kind of decided that that was – my time to start fresh, but from my soul, you know, Mm. I wasn't, I decided like, I'm not ever going to work for anyone else again. Um, I, I didn't know exactly what I was going to do, but I knew that that I wasn't meant to be working for anyone else. Um, I knew that there was something I had to bring to the world. Um, and just decided that everything I was going to do moving forward with my life was going to be from a place of, you know, purpose and fulfillment and joy and a reflection of who I really am um because when you have that experience of looking at your life and thinking it felt so not you and so empty (laughs) it makes you really realize what's important doesn't it Mm, absolutely and even if you mm. keep ignoring the guides, the guides will mm. eventually push you out, like with myself, Jessica. <laughs> yeah. It was so funny when I was yeah. I, I was about to hit 25. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I was like saying, well, I don't really enjoy my career. Why am I doing this? And I mm. literally had set myself three months to leave that job. And literally the universe gave me mm-hmm. three weeks and I was made redundant. <laughs> <laughs> Williams was like okay you're willing but we need to speed this up (laughs) yeah literally and then other little situation like you said like you know when you go through anxiety and depression I don't see it as a bad point I think a lot of people because of the way we've been raised right we see it as like oh it's mind health issues oh it's a bit of a touchy subject I think we have to get to that low Mm. point or close to that low point to realize we do need to transform Mm. and follow our gifts and that we need to trust Mm. in that process and not think oh if someone's got it oh what's wrong with them it's like okay why is that mm-hmm. happening to them? What is it they're about to create? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's always that thing of like, I mean, I always understand when people are at that really, really low point that it's so easy to get caught up in like, why is this happening to me mm. in a negative way? Because it's really easy to go there. Um, 
but it was always that thing of like, okay, I'm at my lowest point. I only have good things to experience from here forward. <laughs> um, you know, I've, and you've got a whole new perspective on life in terms of a whole new determination to make your life the best that it can be. It's kind of like a, um, a you know, like a springboard. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you go, the further you go down, the higher you're going <laughs> to jolt <laughs> because you've like a stronger, a stronger motivation, a stronger push. Um, but yeah, so when I went back home, I, I didn't know like my whole um, trajectory as to how, I was going to, you know, how I was going to, what I was going to do. But mm. I listened to, like, what were the first steps that I felt inspired towards. So it just began with, you know, running meditation classes. And it only started with, um, four, you know, four people in my living room. Um, mm. And then it became, like, more of a consistent thing. And then there was um, two workshops per week, one one in uh, – oh, well, one at home, one in the city centre. Mm. And then people started requesting one-on-one readings once they found out what, you know, um, what I could do. And then I kind of um, discovered, oh, I can actually do this online and reach people internationally. <laughs> you know, I'm, not just, I'm not just limited to people in the Wellington area, mm. which is my hometown. And then when I caught, like, the travel bug and <laughs> the wanderlust bug, I was like, okay, well, I could actually do all of what I'm doing online. Mm. Um, you know, I could do trainings online and I can do webinars and so on and I can do all my readings by Skype um, and I can expand in that way. Um, so started that journey, went traveling around Europe, figured out the whole online business side of things. <laughs> um, and then now I've – and now it's just become – a lifestyle, you know, being able to do um, what I feel is my soul's purpose in this world and what makes me really joyful all online through my purposeful business. And I can live wherever there's Wi-Fi, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so now I base myself on Bali, but I, um, you know, just traveled L.A. and Vegas and Hawaii um, mm. and soon I'll be going to like Sri Lanka and Thailand yeah. Um, I'm not sure where else, but you know, it's <laughs> su- it's such like a just that comparison of the two different lifestyles. Mm. <laughs> um, you know, what I set up in Australia and now what I've set up as as my lifestyle from my soul um desires. It's it's two quite different lifestyles, but this one's definitely more me, <laughs> you know, and it's <laughs> a lot more I don't look at it anymore and think empty, empty, empty. <laughs> you know, it's like exciting 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 and so looking back on the the whole experience of what I consider my lowest point is actually the biggest change and the biggest blessing so I always encourage people to to see it in the most possible the most positive way that you can at the time you know because it is really a blessing and it is the universe waking you up to so much more than what you had previously experienced wow what an amazing transformation. I, I love your story because it's so powerful. And guys, it's so true that when you're at your lowest point, it's it's a realisation that the God or higher power or universe, whatever you want to call it, is mm-hmm. giving you a new chance to kind of mm. take you away from the old and bring in the new and almost blossom into a new person that you were always supposed to be. 
Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes, yeah. like when we're kids, you know this, Jessica, right? Like when we're kids, we're like ourselves. Mm. We run around like la la la. We don't care about anything. <laughs> <laughs> and then we become adults, yeah. and we follow the system. We follow the rules from like mm. probably the age of five. And so, mm. no wonder we have these like quarter life crisis or midlife crisis because our mm. soul is like yearning out. Like, hello, you've forgotten yeah. about me. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm still in here. <laughs> and I'm waiting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I kind of think of it like, um, I kind of like see it like a whiteboard, you know, and, and mm. you, you've like drawn all over it and you've set up this whole thing and you're looking at it a bit um, dissatisfied and then the universe kind of just wipes the whole thing clear yeah. and says, okay, start again. <laughs> but start from what you actually want to draw is, is mm. you, how do you want to paint your future? What do you want? What do you actually want? And yeah, it can be a little bit disheartening <laughs> to see everything that you had built up just completely wiped, but, <laughs> but it's so exciting to have that clean slate to just start again from what you desire so I think oh, sorry. I think it's a really amazing awakening yeah absolutely and just your story it's really inspiring and I know a lot of my listeners who are listening on this will definitely have a little realization <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to talk to you more about you know the work that you do now because obviously you're a global clairvoyant channel and purpose fulfillment coach so how are you helping people mm-hmm. so basically um you know, I have my different ways of which they work with people. Um, a lot of a lot of it is doing uh, what I call soul consciousness readings, mm. where basically, you know, like I tune in to um, my client and her. Um, it's as often women, um, her soul's energy, and also I can tune into spirit guides and angels and past loved ones, just the energies that are around um, with 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 my client. Um, and often there will be questions that they'll have and um, a lot of it is to do around purpose and direction in their life and uh, whether it be, you know, relationships or, um, you know, just every, all, the, all the life stuff, <laughs> you know, health <laughs> and um, location, travel, whatever it is. Um, and I will just start to uh, open up to the information and I'll just start receiving visions and um, messages and feelings and insights and um, kind of uh, an awareness of yeah everything that's kind of going on in the energy field and and what they're being guided to pay attention to and to focus on and to heal and to expand upon and um, helping them understand also their point of alignment with what they're actually desiring because sometimes people will say you know I'm really working on this but something's not feeling right and their spirit guides or their loved ones will be able to show me um, what kind of core issue is lying beneath the surface holding them back from really achieving their desires. So, Mm. you know, it goes into just all different areas. It really depends upon the client and and where they're at and what questions they have. But um, it's just about working with spirit to to help people see a clearer kind of um, direction for themselves um and to also sometimes just see things that are going on yeah beneath the surface that that are having a huge effect and that can sometimes be past lives or it can be their inner child it can be mm-hmm. you know set belief systems all different kinds of things um so mainly it's the soul consciousness readings but I also have um 
what I just launched today, the Soul Spirit and Source Academy, which is a, a training um, online platform where I teach people about how to work with, to get in alignment with their soul and work with spirit and be in alignment with source energy. Um, so it's like trainings and group readings and um, all types of things, meditations, visualizations and channelings. Um, and then I also do, you know, like one-on-one coaching relationships and I have a quantum leaping online course. So <laughs> kind of like um, a bunch of different ways that I um, connect and, and, and serve. Um, and then I'm focusing this year on writing a book for Hay House. So that's exciting as well. Amazing. <laughs> I love that. And yeah. What's your mm-hmm. best response so far from one of your clients? Oh, uh, like say from a reading or from a, a like a coaching relationship or from a just reading. in general? Yeah, reading. Oh, readings. Oh, there's lots of different, <laughs> lots of different examples. And um, uh, oh, what's my favorite one though? Uh, I think for me, the, my favorite, the favorite experiences for me, and the most kind of. Um, what I feel is most valuable for my clients is, uh, yeah, a lot of the time it is when they can actually connect with their past loved ones and feel that validation and, and feel that connection and receive guidance from their past loved ones. Um, but also it, sometimes it's the things where people get blown away by the kind of factual evidence because because that kind of validates everything else for them. Mm-hmm. Um, like with uh, Anne, she had a reading and um, she, I was saying to her that there was a, um, there was a, I can't remember if I said disc or um, vertebrae in her lower back and I was trying Ooh. to show her whereabouts and I said it's, they're showing me that it's out of alignment and that it will grow in, um, in pain and that if it gets to that point to not be afraid of getting surgery because it's just what the, the body will need. Mm. Um and she was like, at the time, she was like, oh, yeah, I can feel a little bit of a niggle, you know. I was like, well, just kind of like keep an eye on it. And then surely enough, two or three months later, she had a, um, she had to go to hospital and have a stray of her back and showing her and kind of like describing to her the same way that I was trying to describe to her in the reading what was wrong with her, with her back. And they were saying, you're going to need to have surgery. Wow. Um, and so... So it's kind of like these are just small examples, but it's those little things mm. where people can be like, "Oh my god, <laughs> how could you know that?" Or you know, you just realize how amazing spirit is and how amazing it is that there is infinite information for us all to access, and you know, um, everyone can access that. Everyone can tap into their their gifts to to access this information and you know if you can if spirit can show you that you know there's a it's a you know it's a vertebrae out of alignment and that you're going to need surgery it's like what else can spirit tell you do you know what I mean it's like yeah it's it's all types of all different things there's there's infinite information for everyone um as long as we you know tap into our soul and and learn to work with spirit in the higher dimensions because this physical world isn't the only thing that's existing around us. There's so much, so much more in the non-physical that we have connection and access to. Yeah. 
Wow, that was that was an amazing yeah example. Wow, I'm blown away by mm. that. It's so true. Mm. If once we, you're right. Like once we tap into like the higher power, we're, we're always being guided, and there's always somewhere there, somebody yeah. there to tell us, "Hey, look, this could happen, or that could happen." <laughs> mm. Yeah, or it's just like when you're making decisions too, and you know you can spend so much time going around in circles, you know, going like mind, heart, mind, heart, <laughs> you know, um, just going, but this, but that, but blah, blah, blah. And you can spend so much time and energy that is almost, I don't like to say wasted, but it's kind of like, yeah, it's like that going around in circles things where you could just, from the beginning when it comes to making decisions, actually just tapping into that infinite information to receive the guidance as to, um, you know, what, what is for your highest path and, and what is what is you know for your highest good and, and being able to kind of cut straight to <laughs> and, and and experience the miracles straight away rather than waiting around to battle between the mind and the heart <laughs> or you know different excuses and pros and cons <laughs> um or like one of the my favorite examples in terms of purpose um was uh, a lady, Catherine, who I worked with for three months, and she she came to me because she felt like she just had this really deep feeling in her stomach that she like that she wasn't fulfilling a purpose in her mm. life, um, which I'm sure a lot of people can relate to. It's it's like she felt like she was always searching for some type of purpose, um, but didn't know what it was for herself, um, and so we had a, a call initially and talked about how she was feeling and um, I talked to her about what experiences she had had in her life and her journey so far and what it was was that she um, spent the last eight years trying to conceive, to have a, a baby, have a family mm-hmm. with her partner um, and th- just had a lot of fertility struggles um, and, you know, had had pregnancies but lost pregnancies and mm. it was this very very highly emotional roller coaster for eight years and and it it was kind of one of those things where she thought that that was going to be her purpose but but it kept um you know it just kind of kept being something that wasn't happening mm. um and so she was kind of at that point where she's like okay well what now what am I gonna what I'm gonna what am I gonna work towards as my purpose um and I just remember feeling, I guess, guided or inspired just to say to her, um, what if this whole experience is the seed of your purpose in terms of, um, uh, I said to her, what if you were to now move forward with your life um, with the purpose of fulfilling the role of kind of like that person that you would have been searching for that whole time, that whole journey, someone that was actually going to be there for you through the emotional journey and, and, and help you, um, help you kind of process and coach you through that whole, um, roller coaster because Mm. she, she was saying that when she was having her infertility struggles that, you know, there's, there was all the medical, you know, all the IVF and all the, acupuncture and all the all these things to try and help her get pregnant but no one actually saying like I understand this emotional roller coaster you're going through let me help you 
process this. You know, she felt like no one was actually asking her how she was and the pressure that she felt she was under um, and the sense of consistent, you know, perceived failure. Um, and, and when I said that to her, I said, you know, what if you were to be that person? What if you were to now um, fulfill a purpose of, of helping other women through that emotional journey mm. as a coach, um, specific, you know, specifically in that area? Um, and be and be their mentor and their guide and, and actually be someone there for them who actually understands what they're going through. And it's like she just had this light bulb experience <laughs> and was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> she was just like, that would be the best thing in the world to me <laughs> if I could help just one woman go through that journey and not feel like she was alone mm. or that she was – not being understood, you know, actually helping her feel like she was nurtured through that journey um, and guided through that journey. She was just like, if I could do that, that would just feel like the most amazing, fulfilling thing I could imagine type of thing. And, and it was like she just thought, that was so easy. <laughs> like, how did I not see that previously kind of thing? But sometimes it's just someone, sometimes you just need someone else to kind of be that medium or yeah. that messenger to um to help you see from a different perspective or a kind of like a is observing uh what's the word an objective perception <laughs> um kind of to remind so, you like, of mind you of who you're supposed to be yeah yeah someone to kind of like see you and hold you in your highest light when you can't quite remember it for yourself yeah um and so coaching her for the those three months and we set up her whole purposeful business and, and wow. um, went through the whole process of the um, mindset side of things and confidence and everything like that. That was just, it was such a pleasure for me to be able to do that. Mm. So I, co I coached her for a lot longer than, <laughs> than <laughs> the, you know, the actual coaching relationship because <laughs> I just love her to pieces. Um, mm. So it's, I think those stories are like, really inspiring that's why I wanted to to share that because yeah. from everything you can see that there's like a seed being planted mm. um for for a purpose yeah absolutely love that that yeah that just shows guys mm -hmm. like when sometimes we just need help and it's okay to take mm. that help because that help could be the thing that could just change your whole life around and help you to mm. follow that purpose I think it's so important and I just mm. that story is just so beautiful I was just as you were telling it I was just like oh <laughs> because <laughs> it's so powerful yeah 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 oh. and I believe that we like as a collective consciousness we all hold um a sense of we're all students and we're all teachers you mm. know like we all um have something to learn from others and we all have something to teach others so yeah. it's like there's no shame in um acknowledging that you're you're a student and a teacher at the same time if, if you know mm, what I mean like yeah we don't all have to have it figured it out for ourselves like we're all here to to help each one another along um 100%. and we yeah we're all in it together you don't have to do it or figure it all out for yourself sometimes it is just that you need someone else to help kind of pick you up or give you that guidance and be your cheerleader for a while <laughs> absolutely so there's that saying my love um what is it we rise by mm -hmm. lifting each other up mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. I, and I think Definitely. I think that's so key and what you've just said it, I think it's so true that 
it's there is no shame is there <laughs> it's the, yeah it's so yeah. good when someone helps because then you don't have to figure it out yourself <laughs> yeah yeah and and I love that um I love the essence of kind of like just saying to yourself I don't have to have this all figured out for myself mm. the universe has my back and that comes in many forms you know other people um you know situations what opportunities whatever it is like um you have to see everything as being part of the universe helping you so yeah, I think we're just going to kind of get rid of that conditioning of thinking that there's some type of shame around getting help mm. or not having it all figured out for yourself because <laughs> no one no one's got it all figured out for themselves <laughs> yeah. you know everyone has learned from other people all along the way so it's natural really <laughs> My dear, I wanted to ask you another question, which I feel like mm-hmm. kind of really needs to be addressed or like for you to share, because mm-hmm. I find that myself and a lot of the listeners out there, we're not really sure what clairvoyance actually means. So, mm-hmm. Okay, sure. Um, so there's lots of different words that um, are kind of, some are more recognisable than others, and they all essentially mean a similar thing so you could say a clairvoyant a medium a, a psychic a channel um either either way it's really much it's very much the um essence of uh being able to utilize intuition and to um open up to uh, the higher realms or the higher dimensions where spirit exists or um pure source energy exists so um yeah i say like spirit guides or angels or cosmic beings um uh just that universal god force source energy um and being able to tap into that mm-hmm. and re- yeah receive information whether it be through visuals um and images or whether it be through messages or whether it be through just a clear knowing um you know everyone has has this within them you know even if you just notice it as gut feelings or inspiration or you just feel a certain pull towards something um or you just have a certain knowing about about certain things um it's 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 that essentially but um it's just that it's just for some reason I was born being able to um I guess utilize it to um, I don't want to say a higher level, but it, it, it just because I hate trying to, I'd hate making it sound like it's, you know what I mean? Like everyone can do it, but for yeah. some reason I've just kind of been born and kind of just, I've just done it ever since I was little. Um, it's and I've been able to tap in for other people. Yeah, it's your and, calling, and my love. Receive information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's just kind of my my thing, or you know, everyone has a skill or a talent or a passion so everyone's good at something that's this is just my thing <laughs> um so so yeah does that answer the question or do you have any other other, other questions about that to, to better understand it that's perfect because I, I found that you know when I first heard about it and there was a few people that emailed me a few weeks ago asking what's clairvo- clairvo- oh, sorry I can't even say it properly clairvoyance, clairvoyance. <laughs> mean and and I, I didn't want to just take something off the internet because there's so many different meanings uh-huh. or so many different things. So I, I thought I'll wait for yourself to kind of explain <laughs> it. And it does make sense. It's so simple. It's just a higher power that you're being guided through. 
Yeah, yeah. And and clairvoyance is more specifically around um, receiving, uh, It's you know, they say it's um, being able to look through and see through the third eye, yeah. if you've if heard of the third eye. And yeah. um, so it's basically being able to see. So the physical eye is seeing this physical dimension, but the third eye is essentially what sees into um, the multiverse or, you know, the, the other higher dimensions that are non-physical. Mm. Um, and, yeah, clairvoyance is more about seeing and receiving visions and um, images. And, yeah, so for me, I call myself a clairvoyant, even though I do mediumship and psychic and all those other things, I'm predominantly clairvoyant because I predominantly receive a lot of visuals. Um, mm. So that's, yeah. And I don't know, I just like the, the sound of it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. and yet, Just felt called toward it. <laughs> <laughs> well, from what I know, like speaking to you today, definitely it it, it is you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, I think it's also just when you find something where you can see right in front of you that what you're doing for someone else is palpably or, you know, like, um, quite obviously helping them in their life, however, however, however it is to them and what mm-hmm. it means to them, um, you just kind of know that you just know that it's your calling. You just know that it's your purpose for being here. When you can see, like, okay, this is the best way that I can serve other people to to my highest level of joy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so I think once you find what you're really good at, you. Um, everything else just kind of seems to fall into place because mm. the universe supports it. Yeah. Yeah. So we are coming <laughs> towards the end of the show. It's gone super quick. I can't believe I know. <laughs> <laughs> how fast it's gone. And um, my last oh, question, because I've got, well, actually I have mm-hmm. two questions. I like <laughs> yeah. my last, my first to last question is what are your five top tips for someone who's kind of lacking purpose in their life at the moment? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I'm going to count on my fingers as I go through this. <laughs> um, one of the main main things I always um, ask people to to look at is um, do, if you can kind of look back on your childhood, mm. um, do you remember having a certain just even if it's just like a, a an inkling or a dream or a um, passion that you before you kind of got conditioned by all of you know schooling and society and all these pressures, like before all of that, when you were a little kid, was there something that you felt you could kind of dream about or see yourself as? And, um, you know, everyone um, kind of has those, I guess, um, superhero visions when they're little, (laughs) but it's like, what's the actual essence of that? Um, Or, you know, like how was it that you were, what was it about you that, um, that dream or that vision or that inkling held. Do you see what I mean? Like what was the essence yeah. of it? Um, and because I always had this vision when I was little of I knew I was going to to work for myself and that I would be very kind of like ind- independent and creative and mm. abundant and so on. But I didn't actually know exactly what I was going to be doing. But I felt the essence of it, right? And you can – I can remember like feeling it in – my heart it wasn't just like an imaginary dream it was in me somewhere um so tapping into that and also um another big thing is to look at you know all throughout your life 
what kind of people have inspired you. Mm. Um, so looking at all their they have upon you because I believe that the people that inspire us the most it's and I believe that the reason why we feel so drawn to them is because there's a part of us that essentially is them wanting to come out and wanting to be expressed in 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 this life do you see what I mean yeah um like when you can see someone else fulfilling a certain role and you just think oh my god she's amazing or you know that's just so inspiring to me personally I believe that yeah there's a part of you that is saying like I want that that aspect of me to come out more in this lifetime um so looking at that can help you discover more of your purpose um like we've talked about today um looking at okay what's your journey been so far and um um, a lot of the time it's looking at where have you struggled the most, who did you need the most at that point, and could could you be that person for others now that you've lived through the experience and you've learnt um, you've learnt real life experience as to how to get through it, you know, because I believe that a lot of the time in our purpose we we get given the seed of it in the struggle. And then we then get to blossom and share that beauty with the rest of the world and help other people kind of move along that process faster than than they may move along it along uh, by them by themselves, you know. And um, so how much is that? Is that three? Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> also, um, one major thing that I find when people are going along that journey of fulfilling their purpose, one of the major hurdles is they start thinking about like, oh, but what are other people and my friends and family going to think of me? Yeah. Um, you know, who's going to listen to me? Or, <laughs> you know, people, they get worried about what other people are going to think or if other people are going to judge them and insult them or things like that. And one of the major things that I always um, share with people is to look at, um, you know, you've come here for a reason and there are people here that um, you're you're meant to serve, that you're meant to um, spread love to, and, and help them light up their lives. Mm. Um, and there's also going to be people here who don't get what you do, and they're going to sometimes try and bring you down. Mm. But you have to, at this point, choose between the two because you can't you can't really just kind of stick in between, <laughs> or you know, try and please both because you'll just feel half fulfilled you're gonna you're just gonna make a clear decision between whether you're here for the people you're gonna serve or whether you're here living this life to be held back by the people who don't get you you know you just have to make a decision who matters more to you right yeah um and then also one of my other things is um along with you know looking at the people that inspire you and discovering your purpose through that, um, when you do feel a sense of what your purpose is of what you would like to pursue, um, you know, find someone or some people that you feel have, you know, in your soul, it resonates with you, what, what they have done. Mm. Someone who's somewhat like, I guess, not ahead of you, but they've kind of, they've, they've, they've lived through it and they've, um, they've, they've, um, you know, taking that journey as such, you know, pay very close attention to them, pay really close attention to what they've done and what steps they've taken. And if you can, like, ask them, reach out to them and, yeah, ask for, like, 
those steps and what 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 it is you need to do next but I mean overall most of all uh, remember that your soul your soul already has this all planned out essentially your soul knows every step of the way so the more that you tune into your soul and the more that you follow the um the little inklings and the little nudges and the little you know bits of guidance and the little gut feelings the more that you listen to that I can guarantee you that if you just follow it step by step it'll show you the way because your soul has got it sorted (laughs) it's already within you you just have to listen and trust and 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 know that that's your path um yeah I love those yeah (laughs) (laughs) my last other question <laughs> what are you most grateful for uh, I have to say um, I'd be most grateful for my family because um, I can definitely see how I chose my parents and my sister um, as my foundation in life um, because with a lot of people that I work with I can see how when you grow up in a family that um, isn't as loving or accepting or supportive of who you really are and your dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, I can see how for a lot of people it's a, it's a real struggle and a real mindset block. So um, for me, I feel most grateful for the foundation of, of, of my family and my upbringing because my parents have always been very loving and supportive and let me kind of just unfold my own path. <laughs> so <laughs> that's like – to me, it's the basis of everything that I have to be grateful about. Oh, mm. I love that. Madhi, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where yeah. can my listeners find you as well? Uh, easiest is my website, which is www.jessicareed, which is um, R-E-I-D, online.com. So it's jessicareedonline.com. Or they can add me as a friend on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I love connecting on, on Facebook. It's just Jessica Reed. There's Instagram. If you love Instagram, it's Jessica Reed three three three. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Those are the main main um, platforms. Yeah, Jessica, thank you just for sharing your story and all the work that you do, and especially the clairvoyance that really just opened up my eyes in a different way. And I definitely know my listeners <laughs> just love you. I love you. I love the work that you do. <laughs> oh, I love you too. Oh, bless you. <laughs> thank you so so much for holding this space for me my pleasure to share and to connect Mm. I think we're gonna have so much we'll be having another chat very soon (laughs) yes (laughs) oh thank you so much for being so nice bless you what an amazing interview with Jessica guys do check out her work because she's amazing at what she does Unfortunately, that's the end of the show. Don't forget that you can find me on Twitter at IamGurds. That's I-A-M-G-U-R-D-S. You can find me on Facebook at Guess Inspired with Gerds and Instagram, where I bring you lots of inspirational quotes and tips about life. And before I leave, I want to leave you with this quote. Clairvoyance is the ability to see things not visible to the naked eye. It's the second sight. That's a quote by Karen Borger. Take care and I'll see you next week. Bye.